Hey guys, quickly before we start, I just want to give a shout out to Elanita's Journey for that five-star review. We see you, girl. Thanks. Thank you. All right, let's get into the show. You shouldn't ever call me a fat-ass Kelly Price. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Fat People with Opinions. I'm your host, Taylor Renee, and I'm here with your other host, Isaiah. Mm-hmm, that's you. And uh, we're happy to see you again. Yay, welcome back. How have you been? Have you had a good week? It's the holidays. By the time you guys hear this, Christmas will be over. We're going to pre record so that we can take some time off. But as of right now, it's the day before Christmas, and I'm hype for Christmas. Are you hype for Christmas? No, this shit honestly feels like a whole another day. Like, it really <laughs> feels like another day, and I just have the day off because nothing particularly special is happening. Niggas ain't getting nothing because I'm broke. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, niggas ain't getting shit. Okay. People are still calling into my job, getting on my nerves. <laughs> so really, you know. It's just another Tuesday. It's just another Tuesday. How about you? You said you were excited. I'm excited because I know what I got for people. I'm excited for them to open those things. That's Not necessarily funny. for me to open things. Shout out to you for being a giving, loving person. Can we talk about how like everyone at my job got me like cards and things, and I kind of felt guilty for a moment that I didn't think to get anyone anything. And I remembered I was like, I actually don't give a fuck about anybody at this job (laughs) and don't really care about providing gifts to other people. It's like, let me stop saying that. Before somebody somebody listens to this and is like, you're a horrible person. No, I kind of did feel guilty, but I'm like... This is giving me like mandatory Valentine's Day. Yeah. Valentine, Valentine's, Valentine Day. I think it's times. This is what times, not times. People okay. Valentine's. Valentine's, Valentine's Day, mandatory, obligatory. Yeah. Card, candy situation in kindergarten. That's what it's giving me. Like yeah. everyone has to come in and not even give their, you know, secret crush and love. Uh, card, we which have you have to give, to give. everyone one. Yes, yeah. I was really distracted by this trailer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, okay, cats. No, little... but have you seen it's? It's a horror movie. Like, have you seen it? Have I haven't you... seen it. It's out. Yeah, I mean, it's not supposed to be a horror movie, but everybody looks crazy. I haven't seen it. I saw Jennifer Hudson looking like that with those lips, <laughs> looking like that. And it's crazy because I'm like Jennifer. I love you desperately. Like, I really do. And I think that she is always going to be one of those legendary queens who can, whenever you need someone to do a tribute or do a cover of something, she is that girl. And she has a sickening voice. However, I I don't know who signed off on this decision. I really don't. I don't know. Let me not have any kind of preconceived notions before I actually see the film, which I probably won't do. I have no desire to actually see the film. Neither do I. And I'm like, cats? Hmm. This is quite an interesting movie to release. It wasn't even like a stage play that I had any interest in seeing. Neither, yeah, neither so. do I. It's just niggas dressed up in, you know, bathroom rugs <laughs> <laughs> and talking about their trials and tribulations as these creatures of the night. And I'm just not understanding why it is that they have a platform and I don't. Um, I decided that I desperately have to get back in the gym. <laughs> Excuse me. It's reasons like that. Because I can't. <laughs> I can't. I've been like catching myself breathing through my mouth and like snoring while I'm awake. And it's just, it's not cute anymore. For snoring me. while I'm awake. Yeah. Bitch. You know, you just sit there and it's like. <sighs> <sighs> I can't keep doing that. That's disgusting. For me. Like if you're into that, do your thing. But for me, I can't keep doing that. So I'm, I've got to get back in the gym and get back on my shit because I am getting out of control. Girl, that is a realization. That is truly a realization. I mean, I kind of been lazy on, on my like gym, gym wave myself. Like, I'm supposed to be going like six days a week. Lately, it's been like four, and I just don't. It's, ugh, Mondays are really rough for me. <laughs> I hate Mondays. I really despise Mondays, and it's crazy because I'm getting a point in my life where I honestly don't feel that way about Mondays. But Mondays, I don't want to do shit. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to leave the house. I want to stay in the house and, you know, descend from the ceiling and have all the lights off. Descend from the ceiling. <laughs> and just, like, 
just be, you know, averse to all kind of light and sound and just be in my own space. Like, do you I, feel like that's because you do heathen shit on Sunday and you be tired the next day? First of all, I feel like you're personally attacking me. <laughs> I don't think that was needed to... They didn't need to know that I do heathen shit on Sunday, okay? And the answer to your question is absolutely. <laughs> I do feel like that is part of the reason why I feel like I need another day to like really just, you know, realign and, you know, get back to one. I don't disagree with you. I think the weekend should definitely be longer. But you do also realize that you could do your heathen shit on Saturday and take Sunday as your extra day. I mean, most of the time, that's what happens. Oh, However, it's just Sunday's not long enough. Correct. I, I need another. Okay. I need another twenty-four hours to really, you know, <laughs> align my chakras in the words of Lauren Hill, and just really make myself, you know, get back to one. You I know? really think we should split the week evenly. So, like, we we work three and a half days. We're off three and a half days. Because then everybody would be much more productive. I honestly feel like, and this is no bullshit. I feel like a four-day work week would be so much more efficient in terms of productivity. Yeah, I think there are other countries where they do that and they are much more productive. happy too. Cause yeah. I'm like, like let's keep it 100. Who the fuck came up with this eight hour a day work week? Let's really talk about that. And then let's talk about how like most of the time when you're at work, you're not working the whole time, like actually sitting at your desk or do whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing the entire time. And at my job, it's essentially nine hours of your day is taken up at this job and not even taking into consideration the time it takes to get there and the time it takes to leave to get home. So it's like 10 hours, let's say 10 hours of your day surrounds work. And <laughs> cause you have the eight hours that you're there, you have, let's say half an hour to get there, half an hour and leave. And then I get an hour lunch that's unpaid. Yeah. So it's like all of that. And all of this could really like, I feel like my job specifically, I could do this shit in two hours. You could also do it. At home. And not leave the house and descend from the ceiling. <laughs> I don't really understand what this means. Because like, I'm a are bat. You a bat? Yes. Okay. <laughs> On Mondays, I'm a bat. I need to be a bat. I need to just like just be, you know, nocturnal. Well, nocturnal, dayturnal, whatever the fuck the opposite one of, you know, nocturnal is. And just be, you know, in the house. Like, I don't want to leave, but Okay. I don't want to leave, but I have <laughs> I to go, go right, right now. <laughs> I have to go right now, but <laughs> I really could go on a rant about my job, but I won't because I feel like I do every one. I do one every week. Okay. I'm going to save that one for the next time. Yes. All right. Well, this week we decided that since it's the end of the year, we wanted to just do something fun to like close out the year and turn our brains off. So this episode is going to be like a little less related to fatness and just more like us having fun. Yes. So I have this game. It's called Nuclear Winter, where the premise of it is a nuclear bomb went off. Isaiah and I are in a bomb shelter, and there are 15 other people in this bomb shelter with us. There is only enough space to sustain 10 people in this bomb shelter. So we have to decide which people we're going to kick out. I think it comes out to like seven people we have to kick out. Oh, well. So we're in the bomb shelter together. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's 15 people who 15 are people plus the two of us. Okay. Um, so, so, so each person has like a special skill that could be useful in a post-apocalyptic world, but they also have an attribute that is annoying as fuck. Okay. So we have to decide which skill we need and if their annoying attribute is something that we can deal with. What is this? This is giving me a game, <clears throat> a video game that I could drop that I watch people play um let's plays on youtube of and i'm it's 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 escaping me well there's a couple <laughs> seven days to die is one of them well this is kind of like that but not like that at the same time <laughs> there's also um what is it hold on hold on i'm gonna drop this because it actually is a really sickening ass game getting um, an early weekly consumption here guys Oh, it's time for a weekly consumption. Okay, is that our new jingle? No, I stole that from uh, Superfruit because they do oh. a weekly obsession <laughs> and they did a song. I'm going to find it. Um, well, keep explaining the game while I do this. Well, that's it. I put a whole bunch of name, well, a whole bunch of people in one cup and a whole bunch of attributes in the other cup. So we're going to pick one person and then one attribute and that'll be their thing. Can we set the scene? So like, okay, post apocalypse apocalyptic but that could mean a whole bunch like okay. is it like a zombie apocalypse no so everybody outside of the bunker is dead unless they are also in a bunker i guess 
because it was a nuclear bomb and you can't live through nuclear shit. At least I don't think you can. Oh, nuclear. That was the key. Yes. Nuclear. Nuclear winter. Yes. Okay. So I don't think there are any zombies outside. We haven't been outside, so we don't know. But um, I guess maybe the people we kick out of this bunker could turn into zombies. (laughs) Okay. Is it a situation where it's like, okay, so it's nuclear. Okay. Okay. That really was the key. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this bunker is big enough for 10 people to live comfortably. And we have enough food to sustain 10 people for at least a little bit. So, okay. Okay. I'm just trying to get a sense of the context, but I want to find this fucking... Really state just- of Decay. That's the name of the game. State of Decay. Yes. <laughs> state of Decay. State of Decay. Please, yes. Go and play that. <laughs> or watch it being played on YouTube. Watch it being played on YouTube, because that's kind of a similar thing, where it's like people... The, the context is a, a zombie apocalypse, and there are people... You create characters, and you find characters on your way of like surviving the zombie apocalypse, and they have different attributes, and usually they have like three like beneficial ones and then like one good one i mean one bad one or sometimes they have more so it'll be like a chef but he's also an alcoholic it'll be yeah, like it's very similar to what we're about yes to do. come on mm-hmm. let's get into it okay then i'm ready all right so mm-hmm. nuclear i need more so then what happened <laughs> like did we start some shit and then it they... was probably something like our <laughs> president um got into a war with somebody that we couldn't actually handle mm-hmm. and somehow multiple nuclear bombs got set off and the world has been desolated by this nuclear crisis. Yes, but we made uh, it to a shelter because we are bad bitches. Okay. Okay. So then, let's begin. I'm scared. What do we got? A nuclear physicist. Okay. Important. I mean, I feel like I don't even know what the fuck a nuclear physicist does. Well, I feel like of... the word nuclear in there makes me feel like they know what is <laughs> going on with the world. So, what's their attribute? Who practices their Mariah Carey whistle tones every night before bed oh no absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not well, we can lay them all out and then we can decide who we're kicking out at the end okay <laughs> all right we've got an arms expert which can be super helpful who cannot stand the sound of music like any music ever so these two would not get along they at not. all <laughs> at all wait so then is it a situation where it's like because i need we need to figure this out and unpack this is, are there going to be conflicts with other bunkers? With other bunkers. You get what I'm saying? Well, I feel like at some point we would have to go outside because like, the food's going to run out at some point. Right. So at some point we'd have to go outside and see who else is alive and also figure out how to feed ourselves. So yes, but also not right away maybe. We'd have to figure out the, the conflict within our own bunker first. Be- because I'm feeling like this man who's an arms dealer specialist. Expert. Expert, Yes. He is useless to me right now okay. in this context, right now. Well, yeah, for sure in this context, but at some point we're going to have to leave. And if there are actual zombies outside, we need someone who can teach us how to handle Well, that's what I'm saying. We need guns. to know, because if there are zombies outside, I need him on the team. Right. However, if there's not zombies and it's just literally desolation and we just have to figure out how to maneuver through this nuclear radiated landscape come on fallout that's another one <laughs> fallout three and four well, all the fallout would also be helpful in like catching animals to eat eventually right assuming that we still want to eat animals this nigga's no because bitch <laughs> arms is not the same thing as hunting. hunter you're right archery bitch you're <laughs> i don't need you to know how to sell to fucking saudi arabia i need you to be able to you know Figure out how to reverse. That's why this <laughs> nuclear physicist is intriguing. I need you to know how to reverse the nuclear crisis in order to create a, a you know, a sustainable world. Boom. Okay. Well, let's assume that at some point we're gonna have to leave this bunker. But right now we're concentrating on being okay with who's inside of it. Okay. Because I might fight that nigga. <laughs> okay. Pick another this. one. He's 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 at the bottom of the list already. Okay. A carpenter. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jesus. Who constantly lectures everyone on premarital sex. That sounds on brand. Because <laughs> he was Jesus? Yes. <laughs> However, yes. Okay. <laughs> We're going to keep it pushing. We've got... A celebrity chef, which could be helpful in cooking us meals while we're in here. I don't know why the celebrity has to be included in that. Because in my mind, I was going to write Rachel Ray, but I didn't. It was the <laughs> only actual name on the whole list, so I just cut it. So Rachel Ray, who doesn't understand personal space. That also sounds on when I'm playing out of the Sounds on brand. Okay. This is fun. Okay. <laughs> An erotic novelist. 
Okay. Entertainment. That's actually really important. It is. Because who knows how long we're going to be in here. Who demands a group prayer every morning at 5 a.m. And won't sleep. And won't stop shouting until everyone complies. Oh. Okay. Okay. So if we want the entertainment, we also have to all wake up at 5 a.m. to pray. It's going to be a no for me, dog. (laughs) It's going to be a hard no for me. Let's see. A brain surgeon. Okay. Who lies about everything and constantly brings up the time he dated Beyonce. That sounds... These sound like people (laughs) who I may have not encountered, but yes, this sounds like someone I know in a past life. I've known in a past life. A yoga instructor. Gotta keep our bodies right. Do we? (laughs) If we're gonna have to fight zombies and shit, yes. Who is constantly on fire, but is cool with it. Bitch, what? You're a flaming yoga instructor. Okay, but like, it could be cold in here, and we could use them as warmth. Also, you're going to die because you're <laughs> a fl- on fire, and you're putting they us haven't in died danger. Thus far, and you're putting us in danger, and you want to do yoga, bitch. A racist farmer. I don't want them there. Who always smells like bacon. We're gonna need someone <laughs> to teach us how to grow food when we get out of here. <laughs> Can we deal with the racism? Is the I don't. I don't like that one because it low key is like you don't only you not only have a profession, but you also have a negative attribute, but you also have a positive <laughs> attribute because like bacon smells delicious. Obviously, well, the racist part that worked out well for that then. <laughs> Fuck that person. <laughs> An animal control officer, also important. Is it? Yeah, Why is that important? What animals could we could run into lots of animals outside and they know how to control them? Is that what they do? <laughs> I feel like they're charged with just like collecting like what is it called? Like what the fuck is it called with like animal animals have like rabies and shit, like wild dogs and shit. Rabbit. Don't they do that? Yeah. But like, okay. If you encounter a nuclear dog outside, animal control. Also, run. <laughs> okay, who misses their dog like really bad? Oh, oh that is that worked out really well. That did. Who misses their dog like really bad? Oh, <laughs> that's on brand. That's consistent with the market research. A person of color who speaks eleven languages. Yes, I need her. She's she's a her who I, takes food off of other people's plates without asking. She's she's already on my team because <laughs> I'm obsessed with her already. She knows eleven languages. She's a bad bitch. Okay, she's giving. But she you... takes food off your plate without asking. Okay, but she knows eleven languages, <laughs> and I know that she's in a sickening skirt suit with a good little you know Christian Louboutin. <laughs> she's you know an ambassador. She was an ambassador in her previous profession because she's like bitch. I know eleven languages. What else am I gonna do? <laughs> Okay, she's really that bitch. Or she was a spy. I feel like if she was a spy, she'd be able to take the food without us noticing. But I also feel like, bitch, I don't want you touching my chicken. (laughs) We have chicken in here? A psychologist. Important. Who vlogs everything. Come on, technology. (laughs) They have the camera in here? Okay. And And vlogging to who? (laughs) We have the internet. We have (laughs) these resources and this nuclear holocaust. A retired sex worker. Okay. Retired. Who has night terrors every night and screams out in Dothraki. <laughs> in Dothraki. Dothraki. Yeah. I was watching um compilations of Game of Thrones scenes the other day when Arya was just like killing all of her anyone that she encountered that was on her list. She killed them or whatever. Like it was just a compilation of like Arya fight scenes, and I'm like, Arya was really a bad bitch. <sighs> that final season was really bad. Okay, <laughs> a high school English teacher who demands a fortune cookie after every meal. Okay, I don't need her because we have the girl who speaks eleven, 11 languages. languages. Honestly, is how I feel it in my most immediate. A Jehovah's Witness who says wig and oh my god me at everything. <laughs> I low key love her. <laughs> okay, she got me a wig. I did. We go up for someone who just says wig. A botanist who has a drinking problem. Okay. 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 We have alcohol down here. Because if not, she's gonna be hard to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Very hard to deal with. Um. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so let's right. go with that so one. We've got space for eight people plus us. Because we're we're obviously staying in this bunker, me and you. Mm-hmm. So we've got space for eight more. Who can obviously go? For me, it would be 
the chef who doesn't understand personal space, because I feel like I can chef some shit up. We don't need Rachel Ray. The chef who doesn't know personal space. Oh, we have to come. Is this... We're we doing our own separate... No, because we're in the bunkers together with these people. Yeah. So for you, you feel like this chef is not important. Right. Because you can cook things yourself. Right. But let's say that you and I have to come to a joint decision on the eight that can stay. Like, it can't be you pick four, I pick four. We have to each be okay with the eight. I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> um, Do you feel like the chef should stay? I mean, I'm trying to think about in conjunction with these other people. Off, Let's go off top who I know needs to be in this bitch. Okay. Let's work that way. Okay. Okay. For me, this botanist can needs to be in there. The botanist is a drinking problem. My only holdback is, is there alcohol? <laughs> because I don't want to have to fight this bitch every day. She will have a period where she goes through withdrawal. However, I feel like I can get her together. Because at the end of the day, bitch, there's no alcohol. <laughs> so you, you, you just have to get it the fuck together. She's also bitch. a botanist, though. So like she could grow her own potatoes and make alcohol. And again, my immediate response was before we came up with this person and what their negative attribute was, she was being added to the team because I'm not having this racist farmer anywhere near me. Okay. So okay. She, he's made obsolete because she's a botanist, bitch. I like you are how a farmer. the racist farmer is a he. Everybody else is a she. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, irrationality, men. That makes sense. All right, so brand. the farmer can go. Let's put him in the cup. Like, bitch, you can go. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's you know, it's time for you to depart. So long farewell to you, my friends. It's time for now until we meet again. All right, so we said that the botanist is staying, staying. We'll put yes. her in this cup. And you're okay with that decision? Yes, okay. because if we don't have a farmer, we need somebody. Okay. <laughs> we need somebody. Okay, Unless you so know how to grow shit. Who else is like an immediate person that you need to have in this facility? I feel like I would really be into the brain surgeon, but the whole lying about everything gives me pause because what if they're not actually a brain surgeon? You know? What if, <laughs> <laughs> what if they're just lying? <laughs> or what if they tell somebody that they need brain surgery when they don't? Like... Could you be a brain surgeon that tells the truth? I also feel like, I mean, we shouldn't use their attribute to kind of undermine their profession. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can't say that because he can't be a brain surgeon because he lies. He just lies about other things. Yes. Unnecessary things. However, I feel like who else here is giving you any kind of medical expertise? Right. That's why I said we would need him or her. She she's a she. She's okay. a she. I'm gonna give her a she. I'm love how I'm gendering all these people. <laughs> she's a she. Um I want her yes. She's going yes, she's going to come on board. However, I think we need to look at somebody else to have I think we need a psychologist in con- bitch to come on. <laughs> Where's what was the psychologist's negative attribute? A psychologist who vlogs everything. everything. I'm okay fine. with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Sis. You know so, what? Because okay. Also, we need to we need to historicize everything. Like right. we need to create our own history because at this point, like everything has been destroyed. So we need to start, you know, making memories. Someone who's gonna memorialize this entire experience. So right. I think that she's definitely that attribute goes off, bitch. You better do that. Okay? okay. So we are keeping the psychologist, the brain surgeon, and the botanist. That's three. We've got space for five more, and we've got a lot of people here. And we're really um, playing into the whole idea of like the meritocracy and like <laughs> jobs with, you know, prestigious, you know, titles. They are more important and beneficial, but you know, whatever. Capitalism. I feel like the, the English teacher who demands a fortune cookie after every meal can go. We don't need her. Because we're going to keep good sis who can, who can speak 11 languages. Yes, yes. Okay. I agree. I agree. That was an easy one. Anybody else that you're feeling uh, a big pull toward or against? We had a conversation about this arms expert. How do you feel about him now? I don't have any feelings. I mean, <laughs> I honestly don't. He feels obsolete to me because in the world that I want to create, there's not going to be any kind of conflict. So I don't see the purpose of having him okay. because we're not going to do this shit again. We're assuming, though, that there are not other people somewhere in this world who may have conflict with us. Okay, so if they, if there are people... So it's really just an unknown. Right. Okay, bitch. This is really turning out into like a... So because it's an unknown is why I'd be like, we might need an arms expert. But also, I see what you're saying. He's taking up space if he's not necessary. So maybe we come back to him. Let's go to somebody else. Right. Because he's not necessary in the immediate. 
Um, the retired sex worker who screams out in Dothraki every night. She can go. I'm sorry. She can, <laughs> she can. I'm sorry, sis. I and we value sex work around here. We love you. However, sis, this Dothraki, um, you know, chant that you're having in the middle of the night, where you just need to call out and having night terrors. She has night terrors. I feel bad for you. <laughs> However, we're going to put her outside. And our psychologist is really taking on a task with having to deal with this pathological liar. <laughs> so we don't have space for you at this particular moment. That's so sad. And I'm the sorry, botanist who's an alcoholic bitch. No, you'll no, I'm sorry. Cause we need the botanist. So we need the psychologist to work with the botanist on her issues. As well. She's not going to have time to deal with your, your night terrors. And the patho- pathological lawyer, brain surgeon. We need those people to be, you know, under right. the supervision of the psychologist to work to unpack those issues so that we can come <laughs> to a, a, a place of resolve amongst the group. So she has to a go. A tired sex worker who has night terrors every night and screams out in Dothraki. You got to go outside. We no. sorry. <laughs> you got to go outside. <laughs> Who's this? Another quick one for me. This yoga instructor. Because I was on fire. Because I feel like in this situation, I could really take the lead on training us in terms of our physical abilities. Yes. I don't I don't take that from you. Who is gonna build a fire for us to keep warm though? We're assuming there's heat in this bunker, and I don't know that that's a thing. Also, she she can't build a fire. No, because she she's fire. on fire. <laughs> she is the fire. We she... just keep her in a contained area in the bunker and she radiates heat throughout, was my thought. But I guess she also has to be okay with being kept in a contained area because we don't want to make her feel like an animal. And also like, you know, slavery. So like, <laughs> no, I don't think that she needs to be there. And I also feel like, again, you're going to, like in everything that you, if you're on fire all the time, everything that you're encountering is going to be on fire. So at this point, you're a flight risk. We can't control you, sis. True. You're giving me, you know, um, flame on with um, <laughs> Fantastic Four. What is it? Johnny Storm. You're giving me Johnny Storm <laughs> shit, sis, but you can't turn it off. I don't like that. Okay. And then this yoga, like your skill, yoga, no shade, but like, I can t- learn yoga. It's fine. Okay. So even though we don't have books. Yoga instructor who is uh, constantly on fire, but is cool with it. You're going outside. Okay, so who is left? This we... Jehovah's Witness who says wig and oh my God, me, <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out in what situation in this bunker we would need a Jehovah's Witness. Because we need someone who has a strong moral compass. And I think that someone who has, you know, developed an understanding of the word. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I do feel like it, for entertainment purposes, since we got rid of the sex worker, we still have the, the erotic novelist. So, but like for entertainment purposes, someone who says wig and oh my God, me at anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally life. Like. So I guess we would have to decide between those two. We'll come back to that. Who do you have? I have an animal control officer who really misses their dog okay but see i'm still thinking about when we have to go outside of this bunker we run into rabid dogs or like nuclear rabbits who's gonna deal with those you because i'm not the botanist the drunk botanist i mean i already had a rant this before this episode about how i legitimately just don't want to leave the house on a monday so i don't (laughs) think i'm going to want to leave this bunker ever specifically (laughs) considering that you know the world is no longer. So there's no reason for me to leave. <laughs> However, I don't know. This animal person. Let me let's see how many spots we have left. One, two, three, four, five, six. We have four more. Okay. And who do we have left? We have the Jehovah's Witness. We have the animal control officer, the erotic novelist. The nuclear physicist. This is a nuclear winter, so I feel like he or she could be really helpful. What is their thing, though? They practice their Mariah Carey whistle tones every night before bed. Jesus. See, this is really a question of lodging. (laughs) So who is going to be rooming with this person? Like, are we... What kind of... What is Well, in my mind, I felt like this bunker was an open space. So there might be bunk beds along the walls, but it's one big open room. So you really fucked up where I was about to go. So I was about to say, really don't matter to me, bitch, because I'm not going to stand with her at all. That's um, why the the lady with the night terrors who screams out in Dothraki was so easy to go for me because I don't want to no. hear that shit. 
And like, okay, you're practicing your whistle tones every night, but how long, bitch? Like, is this a situation where like you hit the note and then you're ready to go to bed? And are you good at them, or like you just screaming at us every night? I mean, because the whistle tone is not an easy feat by any means. <laughs> so if, they practice every night. So, but you're a nuclear physicist, and this is a nuclear holocaust. So we need your expertise in order mm-hmm. to learn how to ultimately reverse this situation mm-hmm. or figure out how to even how to thrive in it. Right. Like we don't even know what the, the potential, you know, ramifications are of a nuclear Holocaust to like the ecosystem, that kind of stuff. Yeah. They have to stay. They have to okay. stay. They have to stay. They have to stay. All right. So nuclear physicist who practices their Mariah Carey whistle tones every night before bed, you get a bunk. I'm so mad, bitch. <laughs> I don't um, what is this? The carpenter who constantly lectures everyone on premarital sex. So Jesus. Would you like Jesus to stay? I feel like, I mean, to be honest, it's really not even that bad because like you just don't listen. Like you know what I'm saying? You can lecture all you want to, I don't give a damn, but you just don't listen. And also we we possibly, once we get out of here, need someone who knows how to build shelters. And also needs to know how to maintain the bunker. Like, the infrastructure of the bunker. Like, yeah. can know things about, like, I don't know. I don't know. But knows things about building things in order to ensure that this bunker is safe. So, yes. Because right now, we don't have anybody that does that shit. We don't. So, when in the event that we need to add, like, an extension to the bunker, we wouldn't know what to do. And in tandem with the nuclear physicist, I feel like a carpenter could figure that out. Carpenters really only work with wood. I don't know what this bunker is made out of. Probably not wood because nuclear. Nuclear. Right. <laughs> But with the nuclear physicist, they could figure some shit out. He at least knows how to build shit, you know? Right, yes. He has to have an understanding of architecture, I would hope. <laughs> We're really projecting a lot onto this carpenter. <laughs> I really hope that he has all of these skills, because you're really about to make it in, because, yes. So okay. then I would say yes, him. I'm still saying no to the celebrity chef. Rachel Ray can go. I agree. I don't okay. really see the purpose of her. Celebrity chef who doesn't understand personal space, you're going outside. How about the erotic novelist? But I'm like, hold on. Hold on. Okay, you're hold coming on. back inside. <laughs> well, but let's, because we need to know how to, if we're talking about going outside and potentially like having these. What is this noise outside? It is wintertime. You're cutting grass? <laughs> they are cutting grass. Okay, well, we're sorry for that, guys. You're just going to have to ignore it. We need to know, we if we're going to be outside venturing into this nuclear landscape and they have somehow like, there's been consequences to like the plant life and like the animals. We need someone who can potentially like prepare that stuff. Yeah. But this is someone who's not like a food expert. They're yeah, a, celebrity a celebrity chef. chef. So Never we're talking mind. like a Rachel Ray, a Guy Fieri. Like they just cook. I don't know if they know the science behind the food, you know? I mean, but didn't Rachel Ray, Some I think Guy went to like culinary school. I'm not saying they didn't. And also in tandem with this nuclear physicist, I feel like they could figure some shit out. Right. But we also only have like three more spaces. Okay, so. let's 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 hold off on that one. Okay. Who's this? That's the Jehovah's Witness. That's the erotic the... novelist. What about them? Entertainment. But like, do we have paper and language? Who demands <laughs> and writing and reading? Who demands a group prayer every morning at five a.m. and wants to st- and won't stop shouting until everyone complies? I'm sorry. So here's go. my thing: <laughs> the nuclear physicist practices their whistle tones before bed every night, and we don't know when they go to bed. They could go to bed at like four a.m. So I'm waking up in the middle of the night to whistle tones to also have to get up at five a.m. to say a prayer. Absolutely not. It's gonna be hard. No, they cannot be in the same facility together. <laughs> it's gonna be a no for me. All right. I'm thinking that. I mean, because we, you know, we can write, bitch, you yeah. know, and we have, we you know. We can find ways to entertain ourselves. Dirty mind. Jehovah's Witness, who says wig and, oh my God, me, <laughs> is entertainment. So, Mr. Mrs. Erotic Novelist, who demands a group prayer every morning at 5 a.m. and won't stop shouting Absolutely until not. everyone complies. You're going outside. <laughs> You're going outside. <laughs> you right. have to leave. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have space for three more. So, we need to get rid of two. What are, who are oh, you like? Oh, keeping the carpenter. Oh, yeah, we're keeping the carpenter. We have space for two more. So who are your, yeah, you can goes. I'm feeling this group. the arms expert. Can go? Yes. I really feel strongly about that. <laughs> I really do. I feel very adamant that we should not be, in, we should not be facilitate because first of all think about this the nuclear physicist and the arm expert they're going to be together in the same space 
And they could potentially reproduce this same crisis because True. you have someone who, and they have an expertise in the thing that has gotten us into this situation in the first place when they're together. And I'm like, bitch, we're not going down the same road again. And like I said, the society that we're trying to build is not going to be one where there is any kind of conflict. So no, bitch, you have no, you have no place here. Okay. Also the nuclear physicist who we already said is staying likes mm-hmm. to sing every night. And the arms expert cannot deal with any music ever. So they probably shouldn't be in the same place. This sounds like a very, like, he's a curmudgeon. <laughs> like, he's just really upset all the time. And, uh, and I don't have time for that either. I really don't like people like that. Yeah, get him out. Because <laughs> okay. I don't really get mad. I don't really get mad. An arms expert who cannot stand the sound of music, like, any music ever. You're going outside. We can teach ourselves. I mean, never mind, because we're not going to have conflicts. So there's not going to be any guns. And we're not going to need to shoot anything. Okay. We just need to know how to protect ourselves in the event that somebody else decides that they want conflict. But we're raw like bitches. Like, we can really just, like, drop kick niggas and do stuff. So we're fine. <laughs> okay. Two more. Yes. Well, we got to get rid of one more. We can keep the other two. Who are you feeling like you want to be with? Who am I feeling I want to stay? Yeah. Um, of these three, the animal control officer, who really misses his dog, like, really bad. Because I miss my dogs, too. I mean, I think because I'm being completely impractical about the arms expert in terms of that, <laughs> there not being any kind of conflict, I feel like I have to throw you a, a bone. Well, I mean, okay, but let me... let me Defend. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Since we don't have an arms expert mm-hmm. who, in the event that, like, a giant rabbit dog was coming toward the bunker, could mm-hmm. kill it for us, we need some sort of defense. And I feel like the only thing we have left in that is the animal control officer. Because our other options are, like, to throw a, a hammer at it from the carpenter or, like, um, do the whistle tones to make it stop moving. <laughs> <The whistle tones. laughs> I want to believe that there's no other life outside of this bunker, but animals are really resistant to a lot of shit, so. And also, like, they could just be, like, mutated animals mm-hmm. who just, you know, have lost all kinds of sense and, you know, rationality. I feel like an animal control officer would have at least, like, a tranquilizing dart, you know? But I also feel like you really miss your dog badly. <laughs> and like, bitch, I don't need you to be, be... like, oh, I'm keeping this one. Because that would be terrible. <laughs> and then also, like, I don't really fuck with animals like that. So I'm not really going to be able to kind of console you in your <laughs> missing of the dog. Because I'm going to be like, bitch, you do understand that, like, I don't care. <laughs> so... And I have other things to do. Like, bitch, I have to teach these niggas yoga. We have to make sure that they're physically fit in order to be able to, you know, stick and move. I, I don't have time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, yes. Okay, I, well, which one would you absolutely want to keep? Me and this Jehovah's Witness are really about to be, you know, the girls. <laughs> you like, like okay. my good Judy. So would you keep the Jehovah's Witness over the, the chef? I'm, I would say I'm going to keep the chef. I'm going to keep the chef. Because I'm thinking if we're going to be practical, someone needs to know how to prepare the food. Okay. So, a celebrity chef who doesn't under... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> because personal space. We already in this little ass bunker. And now the celebrity chef is sitting on my chest. I don't want that. Sitting on my <laughs> chest. Not um the witch who sits on your chest during sleep paralysis. <laughs> or the demon or Satan. We um, do have the psychologist here who could maybe help with that issue, but she's got a lot on her plate already. Yeah, bitch, we really are. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing a lot of this work pro bono, too. So she really, you know, she may need somebody who can really help her out in those moments. I think I would say the animal control officer. We can keep, we can keep, we can keep. Okay, okay. An animal control officer who misses their dog, like, really a lot. You get a bed. What we should do is we should come up with, like, our skills and what our trait would be. Okay. To contribute to the... Okay. Let me see. What would my skill be? I would say (laughs) mine would be, like, a polemicist. So, like, someone who's, like, always (laughs) trying to fight. (laughs) That would be mine. (laughs) Who's, like, only interested in arguing and conflict and, like, always being right. Me. That would be me. That would be your annoying attribute that would be my <laughs> skill bitch okay <laughs> that would be mine would be like i'm good at like making people feel comfortable and mm-hmm. like interior design and shit making people feel at home crafts and then my annoying attribute would be i'm always right okay or i would say very emotional oh, like yeah. you have a lot of feelings yeah i think mine would be i have none at all <laughs> So, <laughs> I have absolutely no feelings. So, I'm like... 
That's why I'm good at making people feel comfortable is because I, I can feel how you feel and I know it would make me feel better. Wait, no, I think my my like career would be like a, po- a polemicist. So like someone who's like always like arguing with someone or like only interested in conflict, that kind of thing. But then my my like positive, well, my attribute would be that like I'm really funny. So then it would be like... <sighs> This nigga here, like, <laughs> why is he here? But I can't imagine a world without him. That that's what it would be. Yeah. Okay. And mine would be my profession would be interior decorator slash crafter, mm-hmm. um, who makes you feel good, <laughs> but not sexually, and believes she's never wrong in a situation and is way too emotional. Mm-hmm. But I also would say, Vermont has a dynamic personality, and people are drawn to him. Mm-hmm. And wants to be around him all the time when he doesn't want to be around them. <laughs> so I think that would be mine. And I feel like, honestly, we are the best people. And so far from what you've described to me, we are we are everything. We are the glue that's holding this whole team together. Because honestly, they would Us be and the psychologist. And barely, bitch. But even the psychologist had her own issues. What was it? Vlogging everything. Okay, that's not a terrible thing. Because she's also a narcissist. <laughs> so it's like, mm, sis, like, mm, I'm looking at you with a raised eyebrow. Too, but you know, I think we're gonna survive. I think we're gonna make it. Well, we got we still have to pick between the Jehovah's Witness and the celebrity chef. We have one more. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, one more. I would say the chef because I mean this Jehovah's Witness. I'm sorry because now that I'm here, right, and, <laughs> you and, can provide the funny, <laughs> the entertainment. All right, a celebrity chef who doesn't understand personal space. Damn it, you get a bed, but your own bed. Don't be in mine. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, it could be the case that like they don't understand personal space, but it's not like an all the time thing where it's like, you know, maybe they just want to get really close to the corner. All right. <laughs> so in our bunker, we have me, Taylor, an mm-hmm. interior designer who's really good at making you feel welcome and happy but always believes that she's right and is way too emotional. Let me make sure I'm using this polemicist word right before people think I'm like a the a killer. polygamist. <laughs> right? Where's my phone? A person who engages in controversial debate. Me. <laughs> that is me. Down. So yes. And then we also have a brain surgeon who lies about everything and constantly brings up that he dated Beyonce. Mm. This, again, this sounds like somebody... <laughs> Who I've heard of in the A streets. psychologist who vlogs everything. We are really putting a lot on her. I really hope she lives. She will be okay. Time. She will be okay. A celebrity chef who doesn't understand personal space. It's going to be fun in this bunker. A person of color who speaks 11 languages. I like how I had to say that they were a person of color. <laughs> <laughs> who takes food off of other people's plates without asking. Honestly, she's my favorite one so far. Like she was the one I was like, "Bitch, you're here," and, and it's it's clear. It's the takes pe- takes food off of other people's plates that bothers me. That doesn't really bother me though, because it's like, bitch. I mean, as long as you eat, are okay. I just need you fed. But like, you have a plate. That's why you get a plate, and I get a plate, and then I eat off my plate, and you eat off your plate. And if you want something off my plate, you just gotta ask. Well, my thing is maybe we are not instituting like a plate. Everyone has their own plate, but maybe we're you know, doing like a more collective eating arrangement where we all share food with each other. So really that would not really be a negative bitch. So you're very, what's the word? Like philanthropical (laughs) with this, philanthropic with this. I'm trying to change. bomb that has gone off. (laughs) Trying to change the the direction of society because we're not going to do this shit again. Okay. We have an animal control officer who misses their dog like really bad. I'm over her. A ham, whatever. He's a ham. He's, He's a ham. Important. A botanist with a drinking problem. She's that bitch, kind of. A nuclear physicist who practices their Mariah Carey whistle tones every night before bed. I'm still not sold on that one, but it's okay. Well, who would you trade? Nuclear physicist. Never, never mind. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> shut up. A carpenter who constantly lectures everyone on premarital sex. That is our bunker. Hopefully we make it through this nuclear winter and get to go outside when it gets a little warmer. And we don't kill each other in the right. press. <laughs> and all 10 of us are still alive when the door is open. Because <laughs> my good sis who doesn't understand personal space might really catch these hands. <laughs> and me and the fucking um, nuclear physicist. With her whistle, his whistle tones, her whistle tones. 
Yes. <laughs> we, we might have to, because, bitch, I need my rest. I need my beauty sleep. And if I, you know, as someone who ha- who lives to argue, <laughs> I have some work for you, bitch. <laughs> my thing is, as long as you can hit them, it's whatever. But, like, don't be out here screaming and breaking glass <laughs> for no reason, okay? It's, it's There's nuclear stuff outside. We need the glass to be intact. And I don't want to, you know, radiate to death, if, if that's a word. <laughs> All right, so that was a fun little game. Yeah, and it took up the whole episode. That was fun. Do you have the weekly consumption? Did you want to do one? We don't have to. Oh, you did. The video game? Well, I mean, that wasn't a weekly consumption as much as it was a shout out to those video games. Okay, well, do you have one that you want? I do have a weekly consumption, however. So I have been obsessed with, I found a new political podcast that I listen to. I don't know if it's a podcast or it's like a YouTube show. But I listen to it and watch the videos on YouTube. But it's a political commentary. Um, the name of it is called The Majority Report. I definitely suggest that anyone who is like a left-leaning, progressive, interested in hearing like a different take that you don't see in the mainstream media often, um, reported on, that I would say look up The Majority Report. It's really, really good. He has been like on the air, not specifically on YouTube, but just in like any capacity. He's been around for a long time. His the host name is Sam Cedar, and he just like I the thing I love about him is like he's a progressive and he knows how to argue and he knows how to like provide evidence f- for his points. But he does it in a way where it's like he's one of like <laughs> it's such an asshole, <laughs> and he's funny at the same time. So it's like he. One of the things I love that he does is he'll have people just call in. He doesn't screen the calls. So people will just call into his line and just want to debate him on different things. First of all, I feel like you really are standing true. Like, you really believe the shit that you believe in when you do shit like that. Because a lot of people don't do that. Like, they need to have a prepared debate where they can, you know, cherry pick different points in order to prove their argument. Where he's like, I mean, I prepare for the show, but whenever someone calls in, I don't know what I'm going to get. So... I love that about him. And then a lot of times it'll be like, he really be coming at libertarians hard. And I am obsessed with this. He be coming at libertarians hard. So they call in and want to defend their points. And he'll be like, but... Because a lot of times libertarians will be like, oh, well, I want to live in a society where there's absolutely no government. And, you know, if there's no government, that means that everything would be kind of... um any kind of conflict will be resolved by the market and that people, you know, have this innate ability to just resolve conflicts because there will be an interest in kind of uh, maintaining uh, positive connections with people because you have this, both have this interest in preserving the market or whatever is really what they believe in. But (laughs) Sam will be like, you think, he really be sitting here, he just asked questions. He's like, you think that if I have three horses and you have one and I'm saying that I'm entitled to your land because I had three horses. I'm not just going to take them from you. Like, <laughs> like he'll, he'll like break down their points and it's just so good. <laughs> and he really be out here making people sound to look stupid. And I just love everything about that. We love. Yes. That's one of the things I like about debating. Right. So <laughs> that's my weekly consumption for the week, but definitely check him out. It's really, really good. Mine is uh, Death Note. I started watching that. I was putting together... By the time you hear this episode, you will have heard the bonus episode of Isaiah's Anime Roundup. I was putting together that episode, and you mentioned Death Note in it. And I mm-hmm. was like, okay, I'm going to start... I tried watching it before, mm-hmm. but it was dark outside, and I was like, this is scary. That's so I started scary. watching it in the middle of the day, when the sun is yes. up. <laughs> With every single light on in the home. Yes. <laughs> and it's much better. It's a really good storyline. Because like... I don't want to like spoil it. I'm also only on like episode two, but mm. the way that everything is set up and the way that like you're introduced to the main characters is so artistic. And I mm. feel like that's a thing in anime, Right. but I also don't watch a lot of anime. So me seeing this was like, wow, I've never even seen this type of setup before in like a TV show. Mm. Like I've watched Inuyasha, but that was basically a regular TV show, but a cartoon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this was like, I don't, it was just so artistic. I was in love with it. So I feel like if you are into like, the cinematic drama stuff. Like if you're Mm. into seeing setups in a way that is not presented on like mainstream TV that you should really watch 
at least the beginning of Death Note. Yeah. And I have I haven't watched Death Note, but I've watched another one that's kind of like Death Note because the whole premise of Death Note from what I understand is that like there's this book that if you write somebody's name in it, they die. Yeah. The I've watched there's this another anime that I watched called Hell Girl. And this is like the most disturbing <laughs> kind of anime I've ever seen. That's not that disturbing. But it's like when you really start thinking about it, it's really fucked up. But essentially each story follows a different person. And there's this organization, I, I forget what they're called, but the person, the I don't even know if you would call them the antagonist, the protagonist, whatever. But there's this creature called Hell Girl. And essentially you go on this website and you put up you put in, I guess, some information to reach out to the organization. And then Hell Girl will show up and she'll give you a doll. And depending on what you're like going through in your life, if you want whatever to stop, she'll grant your wish and like make that person go away. But it would mean that that person will go to hell. But when you die, you will go to hell too. Hmm. So it's like really interesting scenarios. Like I remember there was one episode where it was like this man, this nurse, I forget what happened, but there was this nurse who was like tormenting um, a patient. So like another nurse, I think like pulled the string to send her to hell, but then she ended up having to go to hell too. It's just like really, really- like a, after you send the person to hell, you're more likely to die sooner or it's like you are- No, you'll live your life and you, I mean- You'll just go to hell Depending on when you die, the ultimate end is that you'll go to hell too. I feel like I might be okay with that because I am probably already going to hell. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it's like, (laughs) some of the stories really pull at your heartstrings because it's like people will legitimately like, like you'll feel for, I remember one episode where there was a, a tale of like somebody who was going through some sort of abuse or trauma and they wanted to end their trauma. So they sent the person to hell and it was cut. They were joy, like happy that that person was gone, but they, you know, ultimately ended up going to hell. And it was like, could you imagine like going through something so bad that you were like, I'm going to send this person to hell <laughs> with the guarantee that I'm going we'll to hell. Too. I'm telling yeah. you, anime be really fucking you up. <laughs> like, Oh my god! But that's another one that's, that's kind of like it. So look up that one too. Oh yeah, we'll put that in the show notes too. This was fun. We should do more like podcast games. Oh, I have an idea for one. I'm gonna tell you off air though, so that nobody else steals it. Okay, don't yeah, because y'all niggas be thieving. I mean, <laughs> nobody has stealing from us. Stealing. No one has stolen from us yet, but it's coming. No one playing. Um. So yeah, we hope you guys had a wonderful 2019. I uh, hope you have an even more wonderful 2000. 20, 20 yes. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to, you know, your engagement in 2020. Your engagement. Is he talking to me? Are you talking to me? I was saying that to the listeners. Okay. I don't know. I'm trying to sound like podcast. I don't believe that I will be. Oh, engaged like engaged. the podcast. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't think that you can say that to people. I look forward to you getting engaged <laughs> no, <laughs> in I was 2020. Like, like, we look forward to you. <laughs> we just want to hear from you, bitches, okay? That's what I meant to say. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. We want to meet you, potentially, if you're not the killer. If you're not the killer. Yeah. Uh, make sure you leave us a review. Leave us a uh, comment. Follow us on Instagram so that we can talk to you at Fat People Podcast. And we'll see you next week. Have a great holiday. Or we'll see you next year. That's a stupid joke. I hate when people do that. Bye. Bye. (laughs)